Hi, my name is Tony Thaxton. Like anyone else, I love a great album. But I also love those strange albums that might make you wonder how and why they even exist. But I'm not here to make fun of them. I'm here to celebrate them and tell their story. This is Bizarre Albums. Today's episode, Robert Downey Jr., The Futurist, from 2004. Chaplin. Critics are calling it a stunning achievement. The whole world knows about you, Charlie. Truly remarkable. Robert Downey Jr. is superb. You are a truly strange fellow, Charles. A solid 10-plus, powerful and emotional. Richard Attenborough has created a masterpiece. What do we do, Charlie? Smile. Robert Downey Jr. Chaplin. Christmas of 1992 saw the theatrical release of Chaplin a biographical comedy-drama about the life of comedian Charlie Chaplin. While it received mixed reviews, its star, Robert Downey Jr., was praised for his performance. He was nominated for both a Golden Globe and an Academy Award, and he won the BAFTA Award for Best Actor. Obviously, this was a huge moment in the career of Robert Downey Jr. He was just 27 years old and had made his film debut 22 years prior, when his father... Robert Downey Sr., put him in his 1970 film, Pound. The next morning we go upstairs, there's no more furniture, the roof's gone, and so's my hair. That tornado scared me so much it made my hair disappear. Have any hair on your balls? He had a few small roles throughout the next decade or so, but by 1985, he started to make a name for himself. He appeared alongside James Spader in the drama film Tough Turf, he was a high school bully in John Hughes's Weird Science, and, oddly enough, he was added as a cast member in the 11th season of Saturday Night Live. It's Saturday Night Live! Starring Joan Cusack! That season was Lorne Michaels' return to SNL after a five-year absence. The season was not a hit with audiences or critics, and after the season was over, Downey, along with the majority of the cast, was fired after just one season. But he soon earned praise back in the film world with his role in 1987's Less Than Zero. And he kept working consistently in films, eventually getting his Oscar nomination for Chaplin in 1992 and followed it with films like Hearts and Souls, Shortcuts, and Natural Born Killers, among others. But trouble would come in 1996. That April, Downey would be arrested for possession of cocaine, heroin, and an unloaded 357 Magnum while he was speeding. A month later, while under the influence, he trespassed into one of his neighbor's homes and fell asleep in their child's bed. He got three years probation and mandatory drug testing. The next year, he skipped a court-ordered drug test and was forced to spend four months in the L.A. County Jail. Then in 1999, he skipped another court-ordered drug test and was sent back to rehab, and a judge sent him to state prison for nearly a year. Downey called this his lowest point in an interview on Oprah. It was probably when I, I realized I was going to be going and, and, and doing time and I wasn't going to... In a real prison. In a real prison, yes. As opposed to an imaginary prison like the ranch. Yeah. <laughs> the other thing, too, is because I think, and God bless Judge Myra in Malibu Superior Court. I thought I would never say that. God bless you, Judge Myra. 
because, um, you know, I needed to be uh, intervened on in mm-hmm. a big way. After posting bail, Downey was released when a judge ruled that his collective time in rehab and prison facilities had qualified him for early release. This was in the year 2000. In the year 2000. A week after being released, he would be cast in the Fox legal comedy drama series Ally McBeal. And he was once again heavily praised, being nominated for an Emmy and winning a Golden Globe. He even got to occasionally show off his singing voice on the show. It's coming out Christmas, they're cutting down trees, they're putting up brand and sing songs of joy and peace. Oh, wish I had a river I could skate away on. But by the end of his first season on Ally McBeal, he was once again arrested while under the influence and in possession of cocaine and Valium. A few months later, he was arrested again after a police officer found him wandering barefooted in Culver City. He was arrested for suspicion of being under the influence of drugs, but somehow was released a few hours later despite tests showing that he had cocaine in his system. Shortly after this, he was fired from Ally McBeal. He was put on probation for three years and sent to rehab again. After his last arrest, he finally decided to get help, as he talks about more of this in his Oprah interview. You know, I just happened to be in a situation the very uh, last time, and I said, you know what, I don't think I can continue doing this. And I reached out for help, and I, and I ran with it, you know, because you can reach out for help in kind of a half-assed way, and, uh, and you'll get it, and you won't take advantage of it, mm-hmm. you know. It's really, it's not that difficult to overcome these seemingly ghastly uh, problems. You, just you have are saying that it's it. not that difficult? No. What's hard is to decide. Oh. And to say, you know, it's not, I don't oh, want big. to. Be. That's big. That's good. After getting clean, he returned to the big screen in 2003's The Singing Detective, once again getting a chance to sing. Now my dreams have come true. I'm as happy as can be. For I know in my heart you won't take this love from me. The film was mostly a flop, but Downey did receive some critical praise. With his singing voice now having been showcased in multiple films and television shows, rumors were circulating that Downey wanted to try a move into the music business. And somewhat quietly, Downey recorded an album. And on November 23, 2004, Robert Downey Jr. released The Futurist on Sony Classical Records. I am Iron Man. The album begins with Man Like Me. Downey plays piano and had been writing songs for years. He wrote the majority of the songs on the album. He talks about writing Man Like Me in this behind-the-scenes clip. Man Like Me has basically probably been around for well over 10 years. and I don't know where I got this mentality, but I oftentimes, both in my singing and kind of the way not like an alter ego, but I just imagine myself as someone is, is really from a non-urban environment who's like just, you know, a good old-fashioned, real American dude who probably like drives a truck and is kind of a shit kicker. And, and I think it's just that, that song to me is always just someone about like, I don't care what your mom says because it doesn't matter that she's right, but I'm going to come grab you and we're going to go do our thing, you know, that type of... A real man takes the reins song. 
Man Like Me was also released as a single, peaking at number 39 on the Billboard Adult Contemporary chart. This is not having dreaming of forever. The mirror takes a look at my face. I'll never set foot in that rat hole again, but I'll drive to your place. I spit gravel as a back out of the back door, and the twenties roll around in my hand. It's funny now. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Up next is Broken. It's one of four songs on the album that features drums from Greg Bissonette, who's recorded and played live with countless artists, perhaps most notably as David Lee Roth's drummer when Roth first left Van Halen. Broken would also play during the end credits in Downey's 2005 film Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. Speaking of drummers, the next song, Kimberly Glide, features drums from modern drummer and classic drummer Hall of Famer Vinnie Caliuta. He's worked with Frank Zappa, Joni Mitchell, Sting, Barbara Streisand, Stevie Nicks. The list is way too long to mention them all. Kimmy decides she's down for a rare reunion. She's just a path north past the pitiful parts of Sandy, sunny San Diego. Up next is the album's title track. In the 2016 Marvel movie Captain America Civil War, Clint Barton, the alias of Hawkeye, mockingly refers to Downey's character Tony Stark as the Futurist. The song The Futurist features yet another legendary drummer, Chad Wackerman, also known for his time playing with Frank Zappa, and he was once voted number 21 in Rolling Stone magazine's Reader's Poll for the best drummer of all time. Take control. It'll be like love 
The album has two credited producers, Mark Hudson and Jonathan Elias. Hudson had written and produced for artists like Ozzy Osbourne, Hanson, Harry Nilsson, and Cher. He earned a Grammy in 1993 for co-writing Aerosmith's Living on the Edge. In 1986, he was the band leader on Fox's short-lived The Late Show starring Joan Rivers. Jonathan Elias is more known for his work as a composer. His career started by scoring trailers for films like Alien, Blade Runner, and Back to the Future. These days, he mostly works in advertising with his award-winning firm, Elias Arts. He also composed the fanfare for the Columbia Pictures logo that's still used to this day, but Elias's best-known work might be as the writer for MTV's Moon Man theme back in the 1980s. Elias also worked on soundtracks for some of Downey's films, like The Singing Detective and Chaplin. He and Downey have been friends since the 80s, and Downey talks about this in this behind-the-scenes clip. If uh, Elias, if I had met him when he was doing picture music and writing the like, bah, bah, nah, bah, nah, bah, nah, and all, you know, back then he said, you know, and I'd go into the studio and we'd all be doing whatever we were doing in the 80s and I'd roll by there with, you know, Matt Dillon and somebody. It was, it was basically somewhere to just like, you know, hang out until the clubs opened or whatever. And, and we'd go there and I'd play piano. So I'd lay stuff down and he goes, hey, you should record that. So honestly, honestly, it would probably still be a hobby. All of my friends, all of my so-called brothers, we are dying, we are tired. And if you think that a simple solution is retribution, please. Moving ahead a bit, we have a cover of a song by the band Yes. Originally released in 1971, Your Move was actually the first part of a two-section song called I've Seen All Good People. John Anderson from Yes even appears here singing on this version with Downey. The song features a few nods to John Lennon, even including some bits of Give Peace a Chance. Hannah is a song that features B3 organ from Tom Canning. He's best known for his work with Al Jarreau. In 1983, Canning was the band leader for Alan Thicke's short-lived late-night talk show, Thick of the Night. No, the black thought is our arm shuffle past in the hallway. Hannah, you know... Sleep on my floor every day. 
And bringing it all back to Charlie Chaplin, the album closes with one of Chaplin's songs, Smile. Chaplin wrote the song back in 1936 as an instrumental. Then in 1954, Nat King Cole recorded the first version with lyrics. Downey's version features bass from legendary jazz bassist Charlie Hayden. Downey also released a version of this song in 1992 when he starred as Charlie Chaplin in his Oscar-nominated performance. Smile, though your heart is aching Smile, even though it's breaking When there are clouds in the sky You'll get by If you smile Through your fear and sorrow The album both debuted and peaked at number 121 on the Billboard 200 chart. It also went to number 1 on the Billboard Heat Seekers chart. It only ever saw a CD release, but it is currently streaming on Spotify. Obviously, we all know that Downey's film career had a massive comeback when he took the role of Iron Man in 2008, and he's steadily worked since, not to mention keeping clean. And as I mentioned earlier, this album's title was referenced by Hawkeye in Captain America Civil War. Well, since 2019, the actor who plays Hawkeye, Jeremy Renner, has released multiple singles of his own. But that is for another time. Thank you for listening to Bizarre Albums. If you like the show, please subscribe and leave a review. It helps people find the show. You can also follow the show on Twitter and Instagram at Bizarre Albums, and I'm at Tony Thaxton. You can also like Bizarre Albums on Facebook and visit BizarreAlbums.com. And if you still want more Bizarre Albums in your life, sign up for weekly bonus episodes of Bizarre Singles and more at Patreon.com slash Bizarre Albums. And as always, if you know of a Bizarre Album you'd like to hear featured, please tweet the show. I'd love to hear from you. You can even email me at bizarrealbums at gmail.com. My name is Tony Thaxton, and I'll see you next time on Bizarre Albums. Bizarre Albums.